Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the first Techno Titans Robocast episode of 2021. This is episode four. My name is Coco. And my name is Kahan. And we'll be your host for today's episode. Last time on the show, Kahan was not able to be here, but I was joined by our team's business mentors, Ms. Patty and Mrs. DeLuca. Today, we have with us our business team's communications lead, Sid. Hey, I'm Sid, and this is my second year on the team. And an interesting fact about me is that I like cookies and tennis. Hi, Sid. Okay, Sid, what do you do on the team as a communications lead? One thing about my role is that a lot of people get it confused with, um, because the word communications, they automatically think of it as like the person who reaches out to the parents or like organizing communication within the team. But that's more of the media's job. They more they reach out to the parents and. They deal with that kind of stuff a lot more, but my job is to apply for grants, keep sponsor relationships, and just keep them in touch with what's going on with the team, things like that. Yeah, I also heard that you guys write grants, so can you explain a little about that? Writing grants, um, a lot of people might find it as boring, but I don't find it boring. I don't get excited to do it either, but I don't find it boring either. It's just part of the job, and it's not hard either. It's just a lot of busy work, so... I just do it because we have to get money somewhere, somehow, some way, and grants are just part of it. And honestly, it can make it enjoyable. For me, I like business a lot. And as I write grants, I get to learn more about the companies we're applying to. For example, I didn't know Norton existed. And then last year when I was applying to it with the help of Shiv, our previous business lead, I was able to learn a lot more about Norton and some of our other sponsors as well. So I don't really look at it as boring. I just like to learn from the process as I do it. And also, Miss DeLuca, she was saying, basically, instead of, like, rewriting every single grant, every single time we have to apply for one, we just take what we have used in the past and then tweak it a little bit and make any edits or changes to it so that it can be, like, reused. And that's definitely made writing grants a lot easier because I know last year I also had to write grants. This year, not as much, but I guess I still help out. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's boring, but it does take a lot of time. Yeah, that's a, something that we do throughout the business team, not only in writing grants, but you'll see people doing it in media and then and in chairman's presentations as well. We don't just completely copy it from previous years. We see what the general idea was and we try to manipulate it and, and like try to evolve it into this year's theme or whatever. And also, it is a lot of work, but... I guess when you're writing with like other people, it makes it better. And also, yeah, like not even just writing grants, it's a lot of essays as well. So, but the essays aren't that bad. Yeah. And like someone has to do it, you know, we need money for our team and applying for grants is really important. So, yeah. And talking about keeping someone else with you when writing grants, it's important to have another person writing grants with you because you can hold each other accountable and that's important so they can get work done. I also feel like it's been a huge help to have like mentors that can proofread, um, I guess, fact check and just like read over your work and what you have written and then like approve it for the actual application. I think that's also really important just to have like mentor approval when applying for grants and just like writing essays in general. 
Yeah, um, Miss DeLuca is a major help to us when it comes to that because she's an excellent proofreader. And I, personally, I believe that just by writing grants and having her proofread, I'm getting better at my writing. And that's honestly helping with my AP Lang class and getting better grades in that class. I also agree. I find it really um, beneficial when my work is proofread because her vocabulary is amazing. So like I might write something really not scholarly and she'll like tweak it and be like oh maybe instead of these you should use this phrase and I think that's really helpful for I guess life in general yeah so Sid why did you decide to join the team is there like anything in specific that really sparked your interest in the club uh in our school we start uh, we started club fair at sometime around September right yeah freshman year I had I don't remember. Honestly, I didn't even join that many clubs. I just walked in. Uh, I joined like the basic ones, Beta and FBLA, but I didn't even look at the robotics stand. But sophomore year, that was when I uh, robotics caught my interest. That's when I got serious about clubs and I was walking around and like paying attention to all of them. And then robotics stood out to me because they said, uh, I just saw those pictures that they had out in their trifold and it seemed kind of fun to do. So I got into it. And in that first day, they made us go through these rotation camps where they presented about each sub-team. So they had a mechanical, electrical, programming, business, and design. And when I got to the business team, I, I really liked it because this is just something that I'm really interested in. And they said that I could get in touch with sponsors and like increase my communication skills. And that interested me, so I started getting involved with it. I remember last year, I actually didn't start out in the business sub team I actually went from mechanical to media which is in business but then like within the business sub team I switched from media to outreach so that was kind of like a big change but I don't know I feel like I ended up in the right place so yeah that's something that's another cool thing about our business team um I remember being in outreach one day and then Coco coming up and then our business center he was able to teach Coco very fast like the basics of business and the outreach yeah, specifically we have like our team boot camp every single year but I kind of like wasn't in the outreach boot camp because I was in like the mechanical boot camp for a week and then I was in like the media boot camp for a week and I'm pretty sure boot camp's only two weeks so I kind of like joined outreach after all that happened which is pretty weird but Shiv was able to like teach me the basics really fast so I'm really thankful for that yeah, yeah she was able to get all of us ready. He was there for us a lot. And he just got us familiar with all the details and just showed us the works. Kahan, what were you saying? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like last year, I was on design. I think the best part about our teams, like all the like heads are really good at teaching whatever like they specialize in. So when I switched to outreach, Coco was really helpful in teaching me how to do everything. And, like, when I was in design, like, Jerry was really good. And it's just, like, all the heads are, like, really good at teaching whatever they specialize in. And everyone can learn really fast. And, it's like, that's another thing. Like, you can learn, like, different skills. Even if you're not on the sub team, like, maybe you're not on programming. You can go to, like, one programming thing. And I guarantee you, you can learn something new. It's just, like, since the heads are really good at teaching it. Yeah, like they're super good at what they do. And then if you ask them a question about anything, they'll be able to help you or like teach you it. And I think that's something that's really cool about our team as well. Yeah, like 
just like knowledge retention and passing it down to the younger people, like seniors to freshmen and just juniors to freshmen. That's something our team specializes in because we have things like Oak Tree where we where we have seniors post documents on specific topics. So freshmen can Yeah, on our Slab yeah. website. It's pretty cool. And not even just like two younger generations, to just people or anyone that like wants to learn about it. Because like I know I've been on this lab and I've been looking at not just outreach things, but I've been looking at like design things as well. And I think that's something that's really cool because it's all in like one place for everyone to go in and like learn something new, you know? Yeah, probably something that I like of our team a lot. It's probably one of my favorite things about our team, the passing down of knowledge. And I remember um, last episode, I was asking Mrs. DeLuca and Miss Patty if they were worried about knowledge retention on our team. And they were like, no, because they know that the students on our team are like, I guess, unique in a way because we all like learn pretty quickly. And all of the heads, like you said, are very good at teaching and good at what they do. So yeah, and especially since we like put hours into robotics each week, it's, I guess, very easy for us to be able to learn that. And yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm worried about knowledge retention either because I yeah, was kind just... of scared that after like the current seniors left, we would kind of just be like yeah. not as good at our jobs as like the current seniors or last year's seniors were. And especially because of COVID-19, it's been kind of hard for other sub teams at least to learn virtually. But I think they're pulling through okay with it and Mrs. DeLuca was saying like her son Dominic they had to like do hours of catting like every single day and that's how the knowledge is like retained but yeah I don't think I'm worried about knowledge retention either yeah so. it's just the environment we made as a team like if you pass down Northview hallway and you go to the library you can see all those robotics people working in it's just this environment that has been made for us. We just fit into it and we just start learning from there. We pass it on. Yeah, definitely. So, so far you've been on the team for two years. So what is the experience like on the team? Like what are your favorite moments, your least favorite moments, etc.? Yeah, so I can't really name anything off the bat right now, but there's a lot of things that I like about our team, like especially just the way we all connect because I remember, like, um, I didn't really know Coco, but at the end, when we presented for chairman's and just symposium, you know, we knew each other well enough to, like, I could just, like, hey, Coco, uh, I can't work on it today. Uh, can you just get this slide done? She'd be like, okay, fine. Can you work on it? And then um, the seniors, like, Shiv and all, he, he helped me, like, pass robotics as well because um, I remember that he helped me. I forgot what it was, but he helped me in some task outside of robotics. And, yeah, we just have a connection with each other. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, a big part of our robotics family is that since we're always like working with each other closely for robotics, it doesn't mean that we always have to just talk within robotics. Like I know that I've been able to talk to upperclassmen for things that aren't related to robotics. And yeah, it's really cool how we we can all just like help each other because we're like all friends now, you know? 
So yeah, I think. Oh, that's... I remember the specific instance. I think it was when like I was coding for something and she was able to. He came in. I didn't really know what, where to start or how what to do at all. And then he came in. He gave me resources and he just directed me in how to get started, and that was really helpful. And that's what I liked about our team. Yeah, we talked about this question on our first episode. I remember I was saying that my favorite moment was the tournaments we went to, like in when I was a freshman. Even though we only went to like two, those are one of my favorite things about robotics because you could see everyone get the spirit and everything. It's just really like hype. And then we also talked about like the time where like the whole team is together, like even if it's after a tournament or we're doing an award ceremony or something. Just a party. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's always super fun, like, when the entire team's together. So, yeah, those are some of my favorite moments. I just feel like we bond really well yeah. as a team and outside of the team, too. Like, I could see a teammate outside of, like, a robotics event or outside of a meeting, and I could just, like, walk up to them and have a conversation that doesn't necessarily have to be about robotics, but we can, like, hit it off. And it's, like, easy to talk to them, you know? Yeah. Sid, how has being on the Techno Times made an impact on your life? I know, like you mentioned earlier, it's, like, the writing grants part of it has helped you in AP Lang. Is there anything yeah. else? There's a lot it has helped, and I can't, like, specifically pin it down, but um, some general things that it helped on, it was, like, uh, it gave me a mentorship that I needed, uh, Shiv, and just, like, other seniors, like Burkhan, they were there for me. Uh, for example, I remember in chairman's, I didn't have a suit. So Burkhan, he came, he gave me his, uh, he gave me this extra and she was able to give me a suit bag and they just helped me out. And it also gave me like some fun experiences to remember. Like, for example, Kahan said, like the tournaments that you went to, those are definitely some of my favorite movements as well. And uh, it's like knowledge in general. I didn't know a lot about properly communicating to businesses. And that's something that robotics has taught me. So this kind of ties into the next question, but especially with like the Chairman's Award presentation last year, um, I know that at the Gainesville competition, you presented with Kim and with Shiv, I believe. Has presenting in general like helped you at all? Because I feel like before I presented for anything, robotics related I feel like I was always kind of like scared of presenting or like nervous to present is that like something you can relate to that all of these presentations have I guess helped your public speaking skills yeah definitely um like I was never really scared of presenting it's just um robotics helped me with communicating a lot better I've done presentations and I've done public speaking events but uh, the thing about robotics and like just chairman specific was that when I watched like seniors do their presentation, uh, Burkhan, Shiv, and uh, just so you know, some context, uh, the actual chairman's team was Burkhan, Shiv, and Kim. Me and Coco were just the backups, and Burkhan <laughs> couldn't attend that day, so I had to present with them. So yeah, as I watched the seniors make the presentation, I learned a lot on how to make a presentation. Like They use ways that I didn't know of, so when I made a presentation, I did it a different way, and, and when I saw them make it, presentation in their own way those that I saw I learned about some interesting tactics that I didn't know of and really helped me in regards to like creating presentation stuff like that in general I think something else that I can mention is that um, I used to think that for a presentation you had to like 
have a script and memorize it word for word. Like I literally thought that was the definition of a perfect presentation. But then they were like, no, 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 no. For like every slide, you can have like a main idea and then you can use what's on the slide to like help you just naturally talk through it without a script. And I think that was really helpful because when you don't have a script and you have to just like come up with things based off of your knowledge, I think that's better than having a script because it makes sure that you know the information that you are presenting about. And I don't know why. I just feel like ever since I learned that from like presenting chairmans with all these upperclassmen like Shiv, Burkhan, and Kim, I feel like that's helped me tremendously, um, especially in, like all of the other presentations that I've done since then, which aren't that many. But still, I feel like I can definitely go throughout my life and forever remember the time that I stopped using scripts in my presentations and talking at your own pace through the slides with your own knowledge of stuff that's like way more um, helpful to not only the presenter but also I feel like in a way the people that are listening to your presentation can also um, understand better, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's something uh, that helped me with that as well, because I used to present like strictly with a script and all, but the seniors, they're able to teach me like how to present without a script. Yeah, they pretty much forced me into presenting without a script, and that honestly helped a lot with my presentation skills. So I know both of you presented in the Georgia First Symposium in September. What was that like for you guys? That was an interesting process because I think we, I think we got started with the presentation during the, during the summer, right? Sometime during the summer. I can't remember, to be honest, but I yeah, think so. I think um, yeah, Burkhan came to us and he just said, he just sent me a text one day like, hey, uh, so you and Coco need to Would make a business interested? presentation for the Georgia First Symposium. I was cut off guard, but... Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. I'm pretty sure he asked if we were interested. And he didn't just say, yo, you guys make a presentation. I think he, he like, asked us. He was like, do you guys want to present? Is that something you'd be interested in? And then we kind of just, like, jumped at the opportunity. We are like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he asked us. Yeah, he, yeah. He asked us if we wanted to present. And at first, I was kind of scared, but I was like, uh, but then I thought, why not? Might as well. So I jumped on opportunity and Coco said yes, yes as well. And we got started. Uh, at first, we didn't. We honestly didn't know what we were doing. And then, and then Burkhan came on and he started helping us plan out the presentation on a Google Docs. And from there, we just we just took it from there, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah we had so many like long calls that yeah. whole month or whatever it was. They were like... Yeah, we had a lot of calls for the presentation and just planning out. We're trying to because Burkhan made sure that we went into every single little detail, like every single one. Yeah. And we also wanted it to be like not a short presentation, but not a super long presentation as well. So, and also I remember presenting in front of the mentors. That was pretty scary, but um, they like helped us through it and they gave us like feedback, whether positive or negative. But the negative uh, feedback that they gave, it was those comments that really helped us like 
make any final uh, changes to our presentation, whether it was like in the Google Slides or just like in our styles of presenting in general. Like yeah, I remember I like about mentors a they lot. were telling that's us- other things we, I like about mentors a lot because they take the time out of their day to listen to us present. And although it may seem scary a little, uh, their feedback really helped us. Like there's, they, they were able to catch some details that we didn't notice at all. And we fixed it immediately, immediately and the presentation looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. And also like, I remember they were saying, um, remember to smile because you can hear when someone is smiling, right? Like right yeah. now. But yeah, I just remember them telling us to smile during our presentation, just to keep going. Uh, don't like stop. And if there are internet issues, then try to like get back on as fast as possible. Um, and I also feel like it was kind of a huge help since it was virtual because most of the time I do get nervous when presenting, especially if it's in person and recorded. But um, I feel like because it was online, it was like easier, I guess, because yeah, I didn't have to be in yeah. front of like an actual audience, if that makes sense. Yeah. And being online was uh, pretty helpful, but, honestly. Yeah. But I feel like because I presented in the symposium this year, I feel like I could do it again in person and not have a problem with it or be nervous definitely but being a backup person for the chairman's award and then also doing the symposium like that's helped my uh, presenting skills and just speaking skills in general a lot so yeah yeah. for me uh i think the backup one backup for chairman's helped a a lot more than the symposium like not because like it's just because um for the symposium, I had a set part and Coco had a set part. But as a backup, I had to know the parts of all three, both uh, like all three, Shiv, Barkhan, and Kim, in case one of them weren't able to come. And yeah. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Like in the chairman's um, presentation, it was like either of them could have needed our backup. So we needed to know the whole presentation and just not like one specific part. As for the symposium, it was like, oh, Sid, you have these, I have these, and then we like split it. But yeah, and also, I think it was more helpful for you because you actually got to present at the Gainesville competition. But like for me, I was practicing the part because Shiv had told us weeks before that he was not going to be able to go to the Carrollton event. So I had basically weeks to prepare Shiv's part. But then, that was like mid March, and then COVID nineteen like spread in the U.S. and so everything got canceled. And like three days before the competition, I can't remember if it was three, but it was just a couple days before the competition. Like everything got canceled, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because like you know, I didn't actually get to present. I was like looking forward to it, you know. Yeah. Um- so, yeah. Chairman's was a presenting at Chairman's was an interesting experience because uh, being my first uh, it being my first time I expected like a really professional environment just like I was kind of nervous because, just like and when I walked into the room it was kind of informal to be honest because there's just uh, I think we presented in some kind of orchestra room there's just orchestras uh, there's just cellos laying around it's a bunch of chairs and stands and the judges were pretty friendly as well they're sitting at a desk and they just yeah they were friendly they let us have time to set up and just asked us when we're ready to get started 
And I feel like presenting alongside people that are like actually experienced. Like I know Burkhan and Shiv, they both presented last year in the symposium at least. And then I know that Burkhan also presented in like one of the chairman's awards from the previous years. And just like having an experienced person presenting alongside you, that's also really helpful. Yeah, having the seniors next to me was definitely helpful to me. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nerve-wracking because you're like, oh my God, they're experienced and I'm not. It's like my first time presenting for the chairman's award. But then it's like, it's okay. I got this. And it's, I kind of thought of it as like moral support. Um, and they were like also really encouraging about it too. They were like, don't be nervous. It's going to be okay. Even if we do bad, it's going to give you a little bit of experience for like the next few years you know because they knew it was our first time presenting so yeah Yeah. Kahan I know you only switched to like the business team this year but is there anything like that you did last year on the design team that you want to talk about I mean design was like really like hard because with all the deadlines that they have and like we were kind of like the base yeah I heard about that yeah, so we have to, like, because only after we finish the design, then only, like, um, like electrical can start doing it. And, build, yeah, they can start building. So there was, like, a lot of pressure. But like I was saying earlier, like, the um, design heads, they were really good. And they taught it really well. And since we had, like, a pretty big design team, we, like, split up the work and we got it done in a pretty good amount of time even though it was still like a major time crunch yeah we did get it close to done but I was also saying earlier like even if you're not on a team like you can still learn something from them so even though I only joined business this year I know like that um, with all these presentation stuff that you guys do like you get a lot of public speaking experience and you get better at it and Mm -hmm even though I wasn't there or I've even seen it happen I can see like improvements in some of my teammates and peers and whatever they're doing from like yeah. the skills they've learned and how they talk that's just like one thing about robotics it's like it's not only you're learning about robotics you're learning a lot more life skills that can help you in the future I can definitely see how it's like pressuring since you guys will kind of like the first step in getting the robot done yeah because you had to like design the parts and then after you design the parts were they able to build the robot yeah so yeah I feel like business does have deadlines and stuff but I feel like our deadlines aren't as like time crunch as the design team deadlines it's not like connected to the other teams yeah as far as I know, uh, my brother, Jerry, he was the design lead last year. And I know, like, he had countless nights where he just, like, stayed up and had to finish um, designing whatever part that needed to be finished. Yeah. Thank you to Sid for joining us today. And that is it for this week's episode of the Techno Titans Robocast. Be sure to subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. So that you don't miss our next episode. We are the Techno Titans. Happy New Year and see you guys in the next episode. Bye.